Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. This morning I want to talk about, uh, you know, us relating to God as a father relating to him as a father he's our father he's our father and uh, it's uh, a travesty it would be a travesty for us to just come to continue to um to compare him his him as uh, to the fathers of the world the fathers of the world are not anywhere near to who god is they are not anywhere near to who god is and uh, it's of course it becomes a little bit difficult for many to to um um, to relate with God at that level of a father because many many people grew up without fathers and um, some of them lost some people lost their fathers to, through wars through uh, sicknesses um, through broken marriages you know others have fathers in the house but the fathers are not in the home the fathers live early they, to go to work they come home late they are tired and the children are already asleep you know so there's no time to relate as father and children so when we talk about our father uh, god as our father for some of us you know it doesn't make sense it becomes it becomes a bit a little difficult to to relate to him as father but we need to know that he is our father he is our father hallelujah that word father means source and sustainer he is our source he is our sustainer hallelujah he is our source as a matter of fact our earthly parents we thank god for them we you know we we celebrate them some of them are going to be with the lord some of them are still alive mine mine are still here we celebrate them but we need to know that they are conduits through whom uh, we came because the bible says in jeremiah chapter one that the lord that, that god knew us before we are formed in our mother's wombs we celebrate birthdays here but uh, you know we were we were here before we are here if you know what i i am talking about you were alive before you were here hallelujah he knew you before you were bo- you were you were even formed in your mother's womb hallelujah therefore he is your father he is your father we need to learn to relate to him as our father who art in heaven amen and amen that's why paul writes to the romans in romans chapter 8 verse 15 Romans chapter 8 verse 15 he says as a matter of fact let's start from verse 14 Romans 8 14 if you're writing down write that down he says uh, for all who are led for all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God hallelujah that is powerful we are sons of God hallelujah we are sons of God we are sons of God you somebody say I am a son of God you need to know that you need to know that you know there are some people who who are, who are well connected for example if you look if you if you came if, if you came across a son of uh, the first sons of, of our countries you know 
they know who they are. They, I'm the son of the president. I am the son of the king. They know their status. But, you know, it's a travesty that we, as sons and daughters of God, do not know our status. We don't boast in that status. You know why? Because that revelation has never hit us as, as, as powerfully, as powerfully as it should. You are a son of God, my friend. Hallelujah. You are a son of God. Ah, ah, ah. Just think about that. Just think about that. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. Mm. Romans chapter 9 verse 8 it says, this means that it's not the children of the flesh who are the children of God. Mm -mm. But the children of the promise are counted as offspring. You are a child of his promise. Hallelujah. You are a child of the promise of God in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Rasukarabandi. He, he had you in mind when he was speaking to Abraham. When he was telling Abraham, I will make you a blessing. I will make you, I will bless you and make you a blessing. And he says, All the families of the world will be blessed through you. Can you imagine? And that's why Jesus Christ, that's 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 part of why Jesus Christ came. He came that we may also encounter and be grafted into that blessing. Hallelujah. Into the blessings of Abraham, because you are sons of God. I am a child of God. Hmm? Romans chapter 9 verse 26 says, And in the very place where it was said to them, You are not my people, they will be called sons of the living God. Hallelujah. You are a son. You are a son. You are a son. So whenever you are relating to God, do not relate to him as, as, as though you are coming to this, you know, um, thing that is going to kill you, this thing that is going to destroy you, this thing, you know, we relate to him as a father. Hallelujah. As a father, as our father, as our loving father. You understand that. You need to come to that point of knowing that you are a child of God. Hallelujah. Hosea chapter 1 verse 10 says, Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be like the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured or numbered. And in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people, it shall be said to them, You are ch children of the living God. We are children of the living God. Hallelujah. That's what he came. He came to make us sons. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Somebody has thank God for Jesus. What does he say in John chapter 1 verse 12? Hmm. But to all who did receive him. Did you receive Jesus? <laughs> did you receive him as Lord? If you received him as Lord, and if you believed in his name, hmm, if you believe his name, then you have the right to become a child of God. You, you, he, gave you, he gave you the right to become. To become. To become. The devil thought you were his, but the coming, the advent, the advent of our Lord Jesus Christ, when he came, when he stepped out of, out of light into darkness, my God, and lit up the world, then as long as you receive it to all, who did receive him? To all who did receive him. You received him. I received him. And as long as you believe in his name, Mande Reboshika, the powerful name that, you know, the potency of his name, you have the, you, you, are, you received the right to become. You became a child of God. Child of God, begin to relate to your father as, uh, to, to God as your father. You, you are his child. You are his precious child in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Now going back to Romans chapter 8 verse 15. My goodness, this one is so loaded. This one is so loaded. So it says, for, for you did not receive, you know, we did not receive the spirit of slavery when we came to him. 
when we came to Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we did not receive, we did not receive the spirit of the world. Mm -mm. We did not receive the spirit of the world, but we received the spirit which is from God, that we may understand the things that are freely given to us by God. This one was freely given. This one you do not have to work for. You don't have to pay for. You know, there are some connections in this, in this world that you've got to pay for. Mm. You've got to give this and this just to make to, to, to be in good books with, with so and so, so that the people are in higher authority. People want to get connected so that they can get that and that. But we are we we have been freely given this right as the only currency that is to be expended here is your belief, is your faith. If you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, if you have accepted Him as Lord and Savior, then you did not receive. Paul is saying you did not you did not receive the spirit of slavery. Mm -mm. You did not receive the spirit of slavery. For two, uh, Second Timothy chapter one verse seven, Paul writes and says, "For God has not given us what, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and self-control. That is what we receive from our Father. Hmm? You have not received the spirit of slavery. Hallelujah, that you may you may that may fall back into fear." He says, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. You have received the spirit of adoption, of adoption as sons. Hallelujah. The spirit of sonship. This morning we're talking about the spirit of sonship. You are a son. You are a son. Hallelujah. You are a son. That's what you received, child of God. Galatians chapter 4 verse 5 says to the to, to, to he came to redeem us we, we, we who were under the law so that we may receive we may receive adoption as sons. Hallelujah. We may receive adoption as sons. Jesus Christ, God dispatched Jesus Christ on earth to come and redeem his children, redeem his sons. Hallelujah. That we may be, be called his children. We may be called his children. We may be called his children. Amen. Romans chapter 9 speaks about the Israelites being, you know, uh, be, be, being, be, 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 who belong to the adoption, uh, uh, the, the, the glory, the, the, the covenants, so that they may worship, so that they may enjoy the promises of God. This is, this is who we are. He came to, 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 to redeem us so that we may enjoy his, his creation, hallelujah, as children. As children, we may have that relationship with him as children. In Isaiah 56, verse 5, it says, I will give in my house and within my halls, uh, my walls a monument and a name better than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name and they shall not be cut off. You shall not be cut off because you were bought. You are blood bought. You are blood purchased in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. He says, we have received the spirit of adoption. We have received the spirit of sonship. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. <laughs> now, those two words combined together are so powerful. Abba, Father. Mm. Abba, Father. Abba. We find that in Jesus, that was first mentioned by Jesus Christ as he was in the Garden of Eden. Rather, not, rather in the Garden of Gethsemane. Praying to the Father, praying to the Father, that that cup may pass him by. That word Abba is in Aramaic means Daddy. 
<laughs> Daddy. Hallelujah. That's how we must relate to our Father. Daddy, when we come to... That's why Jesus Christ taught us when, when he was teaching his disciples and teaching all of us. He said, whenever you come into my presence to pray, into the presence of, you, of God to pray, say, our Father who art in heaven. Our Father who art in heaven. So we have the right right now to cry to him and say, Abba, Father, Daddy, help me. Daddy, help me. I told you, when my, when my children walk into the living room or wherever I am, they ask because they come knowing that they're coming to Daddy. They do not come you know, to me as though they are coming to a stranger. They come because they know they have a right. They come because they know they have a right to be my children. So they ask. When they're asking, they ask in a different way. Hallelujah. <clears throat> they ask in a different way. So we need to learn how to relate to our Father. To our Father. Paul writes, I think Paul is the one who keeps writing this Father, 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 Father. He keeps writing about Father. For example, you, see, you hear him praying in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14. He says, for this reason, this is Paul writing, for this reason, I kneel before the Father. I kneel before the Father. For this reason, I kneel before the Father. Mm. <laughs> Whenever we come to the presence of God, know that you are coming to kneel before your Father. <laughs> Hallelujah. I kneel before the Father. <clears throat> to do what? From whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Did you hear that? <clears throat> we are his family. You are his family. I am his family. And we all derive our name th from him. <clears throat> I think in this country, it's when we came to this country, that's where we began to learn that, you know, there's, this, there's such a thing called uh, as a family name. <clears throat> family name. Names that have that have you know that have been here for 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 for, for ages. You know it, the patriarch went, but everybody's being called that name, that name, that name. Because they derive the name from their father. So Paul is saying, for this reason I kneel before the father, from whom his whole family in heaven and earth derives its name. And he's saying that I am praying out of his glorious riches. I am praying that, that, that out of his glor glorious riches, he may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in your inner being. Who strengthens you? Your father. Your father. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That's what he's saying. <clears throat> he says, and I'm praying that, that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints to together with all the saints we need the power together with all the saints to grasp something to grasp something and that's what we are trying to talk about this morning we have never grasped it we need to come to that level of grasping it i am praying that you may grasp this power that you may grasp this power and this is what he wants us to grasp listen he says that you may grasp how wide and long how wide and long and deep is the love of christ <laughs> the love of your father and to know this love which surpasses knowledge 
the love of our father surpasses knowledge that's why i'm saying that you cannot compare uh, it's a travesty when we begin to compare our fathers we are the earthly fathers to god we we are nowhere near him <clears throat> we are nowhere near him we are nowhere near him because he says i think jesus christ Christ uh, says and if you who or amongst you your son can ask for you know for a bread and you give him a stone or he asks for a fish and you give him a serpent well the earthly fathers who have got their heads screwed on properly will never do that but then he says if you in your sinful nature cannot do it says how about your heavenly father how much more will your heavenly father do do you hear that so we need to come to that point of realize of grasping of grasping the depth of grasping the the the, 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 the height of grasping the width of the love of christ hallelujah that love which surpasses knowledge it surpasses knowledge it surpasses all knowledge and it says the moment we know that we know we may that we will be filled with the fullness of god will be filled with the fullness of god did you know that most of us are operating and have never operated in the fullness of god in the fullness of our father and why is that it's because we have never gotten the, re- the revelation of who our father is your father is loaded my friend your father is very very rich your father is extremely powerful <laughs> so at time many times we find we find somebody a christian in the corner crying as if they are orphans <clears throat> crying as if their god is powerless you have no idea who your father is you need to know who your father is my friend your father is awesome your father is powerful your your father is is is, is able to do exceedingly abundantly above everything you ask or even imagine do you understand how loaded your father is all the silver and the gold they belong to him they belong to your father so if you come into that relationship if you come into if you grasp that revelation and know that you are here every morning you are coming to daddy you are just busting it's like you are you are, you are waking waking up from your from your bedroom and walking into his bedroom and say daddy here i am you know we will get more from him we will we will we will achieve more from him that is a big prayer that paul is praying for us hallelujah it's a big prayer it's a big prayer so we need to relate with god at that level as our father who art in heaven he was the father but the, the old testament called him the father of israel but he is our father because we are the new israel the church is the new israel you are the new israel god is your father god is your father relate to him as father jesus called him father he called him father as he prayed he called him father hallelujah he called him father and not only did he call him father but he also said he is your father <laughs> he is your father as well he taught us to call god father matthew chapter 6 verse 6 when you pray go into your room when you pray go into your room and when you have shut your door pray to your who to your father pray to your father <laughs> you understand that so begin to relate to god as your father and he says and your father who sees in the secret will reward you openly he will reward you openly and your father who sees in the secret will reward you openly 
Hallelujah. Matthew 18, 8, 19. Matthew 19, rather 18, 19. The gospel according to Matthew chapter 18, verse 19. This is what he says. Again, I tell you <laughs> that if two of you, oh, if two of you agree about anything you ask, hmm, as long as you agree hmm, about anything you ask for, it says it will be done for you by who? By my Father in heaven. Hallelujah. It will be done by my Father in heaven. He is your Father. Not just Father, but He is Abba Father. He is your Daddy. Hallelujah. He is your Daddy. So, whenever you come to Him, know that you are coming to your Father who art in, who art in heaven. You have the privilege of approaching Him as a Father. Not everybody out there on the streets who has the privilege of approaching me as a father, as a biological father, you know, as a spiritual father. You have to have a relationship with me in order to, to, to access those privileges. And the early church understood that. The early church understood that. That's why we must understand it as this present uh, church today. They understood that. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 6. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 6. <clears throat> you need, the moment you, re, you know who your father is, then you begin to access your privileges. The reason we don't access our privileges is because we have never understood the relationship that we have with God. We relate to him as some foreign being. He is your father. That's why Paul writes in this portion of scripture. It says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, who has, who, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual being. Uh, blessing, rather. Who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. So when Jesus Christ was dispatched, when Jesus Christ was sent onto earth, as he said, he so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son. But whoever believes in him may, may have eternal life. So when he sent his son, his son came as an embodiment of all the blessings, of all the spiritual blessings of the Father. So when you receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, guess what? Then you have the right to tap into those blessings. You have the privilege. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to be called a child of God, a child of God. So he says he has not going. These blessings are already, they were already released. They are already up there. He says they are already released in the heavenly places. So you as a child need to know how to access them. You need to know how to access your father's blessings in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Where? In the heavenly places. They are in the heavenly places. They are in the domain, in the, he in, the, in, the, in the heavenly domain. We need to access them. You cannot access them unless you know, unless you have, you have grasped the breadth, the width, and the depth of your Father. Do you understand? If we do not have that revelation, then we will leave many things on the table. When we 
go into heaven will say lord you didn't give us that this and this we pray. but he says I, I, I gave it to you he says i have i bless I, I gave it to you through jesus christ they were there in the heavenly places they were there for you to access access them child of god he says blessed be the father the, the god of the father of our lord jesus christ who has 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 that's in the past tense. He's already done it. Whatever you're looking for is already here. <laughs> it's already here. It's already in the domain here. We need to access it. Hallelujah. We need to access it. We need to access it. The problem with us as children of as children of God, because we, we are ignorant of our position, we are all we, 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 we are struggling. We are struggling. We are scratching with the chickens here. We are fighting for the things that are already here. The things of the devil, the things of the world. Because he also has things. That's why he told he took Jesus Christ at the pinnacle. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 4, <clears throat> when he was tempting him, he said, Drop down and worship me. And he, he took him to, to the pinnacle and showed him the whole world. He says, If you worship me, I will give you all these. So he has some stuff. There's some stuff that he gives. So we also fight with the others, with those who do not know God. Here we are, we are, we are, we are fighting with them. We are scrambling. But he's saying, "You as my children, listen. Yours is up in the heaven. Ascend, ascend, and bring them down. As they are somewhere. I have already blessed you. You are blessed, child of God. You are already blessed. <laughs> you are already blessed. So, but we need to know how to access those blessings. How? By relating to our Father, approaching Him as Father, approaching Him as Father." Hallelujah. He says, He has blessed, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Verse 4. Even as He chose us in Him. Hmm. <laughs> Do you hear that word? You are chosen. You are chosen. You are chosen. You are chosen. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation. You, you did not believe Him by accident. You were chosen. You were chosen. You were chosen. You were chosen. James chapter 2 verse 5 says, Listen, my brothers, has not God chosen these who are poor in the world to be rich in faith? He has chosen us to be what? Rich in faith. Oh, He has chosen, chosen you and I to be rich in faith. To be rich in faith. Not only to be rich in faith, he says, and to be heirs of the kingdom. You cannot be an heir of somebody unless you are a son. You are considered a son. <laughs> Hallelujah. He has chosen you. You are chosen. Chosen us before, before the foundation of the world. That's what Ephesians says. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 1 and 4. He says he chose you as a child. He chose you as his son. He chose you as his daughter. When? Before the foundations of the world. <laughs> Yay. my goodness all these things that are troubling you are too late so don't fix your eyes on the things that came yesterday no connect to the father who knew you before you were you were even here before these things came connect that connection that's why it says abide in me and I, if i if you abide in me and i abide in you then whatever you will have whatever you ask you'll have whatever you ask as a father and son that father and son relationship do you understand? You were chosen before the foundation of the earth. That you should be blameless, that you should be holy and blameless before him. 
Did you hear that? You were chosen. We are in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 6. This is a very important scripture. You need to grasp this, my, my, my friend. As his child, you were chosen. You are not here accidentally. You were not, you are not, say, you are not born again accidentally. No, 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 no. You were chosen. You were chosen to be holy. You were chosen. To be blameless, you were chosen before the foundations of the earth. And in verse 5, he says, In love, he predestined us. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In love, he predestined us. That's how you, you know, we, we tend to quote Romans chapter 8, verse 28 to 29, but we, have, we, 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 we quote them ignorantly because we do not know our status. That's why Paul writes and says, yeah, I know that all things work together. I know all things work together <laughs> for those who are what? Those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So everything, unless it has, it's not to take you to another level, God will not allow it to happen. Anything that God allows to happen in your life is to benefit you. It is for your benefit. Say what? Yeah. They're good and they're bad. They work together in tandem. In tandem. And then it says, for we were what? For we are predestined. We have been pre we, are, we have been foreknown. There is nothing that happens to you that God has doesn't know. He knows it. Your father knows it. Your father knows it. Your father cares. He predestined you, my friend. You are predestined. You hear that? Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-nine. He says, "For those whom he did, whom those whom he foreknew." Hmm. The devil is too late. <coughs> the devil and his cohorts are too late. You were known by your father. Somebody say, I am known by my father. Hallelujah. He knows you. He sees you. He sees every tear that you cry. He sees every heartache. He sees. He's a God who sees. The woman Hagar and her son are in the desert walking after, you know, being thrown out of Abraham's house. The little supplies that they were given were given to them are run out. And this woman is wondering what's going to happen to her child. What's going to happen to my child? What is going to happen to my child? Mm. The Bible says that, you know what? God dispatched an angel. And he opened her eyes and says, look, there's water there. <laughs> and the Bible says that he's a God who sees. Because he said, I see you. Your father sees you. He's El Rohi. He sees you. He's a God who sees. Hallelujah. Why? Because he foreknew you. <laughs> Romans 8.29 For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. To be conformed to the image of his son. Hallelujah. So that he may become his son. To be conformed to his son, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. That you may become his son. You may become. He gave one begotten son that he may receive many sons. Hallelujah. That he may receive many sons. Mm, to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Did you hear that? That he may be a firstborn among many sons. <laughs> Did you hear that? So in verse 30 it says, And those whom he predestined, he also called Jesus. 
You are called of your father. You are a called one. You are not just job logs, you know, walking up and down those streets wherever you live. You are called. <clears throat> you are called. You are picked out. You were handpicked. I am handpicked. You are handpicked. You are not neglected. You are not forgotten. You are handpicked. You are the apple of your father's eye. Do you hear that? He says, those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. You are justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. You are glorified, child of God. So we go back to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 1. Rather, rather verse, uh, verse 4, verse 4. It says, in love he predestined us. <laughs> Jesus, this is deep. He, had, he predestined us as what? As adopt, for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ. You were predestined to be adopted as a son. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we go back to Romans chapter 8. It says, for you have not received the spirit of slavery. No, no, no. To fall back into fear. Fear should not be your portion. Fear is for the orphan, the, the, the spiritual orphans. But we are not spiritual orphans. We have a father. I have a father who art in heaven, who sees, El-Rohi, who sees. Therefore, do not fear. Whatever you are going through, do not fear. You have a father who cares. <clears throat> you have a father who predestined you to be a son, to be a daughter. All these other things are late. These sicknesses are late. <laughs> they came just recently. So don't be troubled by them. Yes, I know the body is, is aching. Yes, I know you are lacking this in this. But have that confidence that you connect to the Father. Know, know that you are he, you were here before all these things happened. You were predestined before all these things came. So where should we fix our eyes then? To our Father who art in heaven. As you were not given the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. No, 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 no. But we have received. We have received. You need to receive it. You need to receive the spirit of sonship. Receive the spirit of sonship. Receive it. And wherever you are, and say, I am a son of God. Hallelujah. In those places of work, wherever you are, I don't care who, who, who the boss is. Just matter to yourself. Apostle Jesus was teaching us recently about um, you know, meditation. Meditate on that word. See, just meditate means you matter it to yourself. You speak it to yourself. That self-talk has got to change. Hallelujah. The self-talk has got to change. The self-talk has got to change. It's got to be positive talk. <clears throat> Say, I am a son of God. I am a child of God. I am a daughter of God. I have been adopted. I have been adopted. I have received the spirit of sonship. Receive it. It is received. The spirit of sonship is received. And to him, because you, ha you, have, you are now a son, you have got the right of crying to him saying, Abba, Father. When you come to him, you cry in a different. Others cry, Father, but for you, add on Abba. <laughs> Daddy, you've got that relationship. You go deeper. Do you understand that? In love. He says, in love. In love. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself. To himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. To himself as sons through Jesus Christ according according to the purpose of his will. 
according to the purpose of his will. You are in his will. You are in his will. <laughs> you are in his will, child of God. You are in his will to inherit the king, the, 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 his promises, to inherit his promises, to inherit his promises. Hallelujah. To praise, to the praise of his glorious grace, which with which he has blessed us in the beloved. He has, he has, not will, he has. He has already. So in him we have redemption through blood, the forgiveness, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. You understand? So you have that privilege as a son of God. You have that privilege as a son of God. And this father of yours is a father who is limit, who, who's without limits. He's without limits. He's without limits. <laughs> That's why I said it's very, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an insult to God when we begin to, co to, to, to compare him with our, with our, with our, uh, our earthly fathers. Our, fa our earthly fathers are limited. <laughs> they are like limited companies. <laughs> they are limited. Do you understand? Our Father who art in heaven is a God who is without limit. His power is without limit. His reach is without limit. His, his influence is without, is without limit. He's a limitless God. So, that is why you and I have got to let to, 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 to lift the limits of him. Remove every limitation of him. Do not limit your father. Stop limiting your father in heaven. You know why we limit him? It's because we compare him to our, to our earthly fathers. Your earthly father, thank God for them. Those, are those of us who still have them and we bless those who have gone to be with the Lord. They cannot do, they, they cannot do everything. They cannot do everything. They cannot. They cannot do everything for you. <laughs> Our Father what in heaven is a God without limit. He cannot be limited by nature. He cannot be limited by nature. He is in the heaven. He is in the heaven. He is in the heaven. He is everywhere. He is omniscient. He is omnipotent. Hallelujah. He is omnipotent. He is the almighty God. He is El Shaddai. That word El Shaddai means, you know, he's multi-breasted. He has got many breasts. He can feed every one of us. I don't know how many billions we are right now on earth, maybe close, close to seven. But he has got a breast for every one of us. That's how powerful your God is, your Father is. <laughs> so when you come to, to him in prayer, we, sh we should not think for a minute, you know, uh, that he's, uh, he's one who is limited, that he's unable. To do that which is before you. I don't know what is standing before you. I don't know what is staring before you, uh, staring you in the face right now. I have news for you. Your Father in heaven is more powerful than that. Listen to what Job says. Job, Job chapter 42 verse 2. <laughs> we need to know. You need to know. You need to know the potency of your Father. You need to know the power of your father. You need to know oh Rasaka Ribroshikalarabandeleboshikarabrazeketikeriboshandarama. You need to know the clout of your father. This is what Job says. He says, I know. You need to know. Somebody has got to know. This morning is about us knowing. You need to know your heavenly father. He says, I know. 
<laughs> that you can do some things. No, that you can do all things. All things. He's a God who can do all things. Hmm. An old woman, an octogenarian at that time, hosts three angels in Genesis chapter 18. She hosts three angels. She feeds them. As they're about to go, one of them says, you know, calls Abraham and says, where's your wife? Says, your wife is going to have a son. What? The wife hears and Sarah hears and Sarai hears and she's, she loves her heads off, her head off. Because for her, it is, what, what is he talking about? What are you talking about? I, you, do, you, do, you even, do you even know what you're talking about? Do you know the person you're talking about? The person you're talking about right now is past menopause. Is, 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 she, she should be a grandmother and you are saying she's going to have a child. <laughs> Who told you that, you know, God's, you know, God works according to our, to our age? Somebody is saying, oh my God, hey, you're going to get married. Hey, what? I'm, at, at 40, I'm 45. How dare you say I'm going to get married? Who told you that with God, God's calendar is your calendar? You know, she laughs so far. She laughs her head, her head off. And the angel says, is anything too hard for God? Is anything too hard for the Lord? Says, at the appointed time, I will return to you. About this time next year, Sarah shall have a son. Shall. Shall is for sure. She shall have a son. I am speaking to a Sarah here who has been looking at impossibilities. You have been staring things and thinking, oh my God, this is too impossible. I have given up on this one. Sarah, I'm talking about Sarah's here. The Sarah's who have given up on children. Sarah's who have given up on stuff because they, are, they think they are too old. Hmm. I have good news for you. Your father in heaven has got the power to do all things. He's got the power to do all things. Do you understand that? With man, things are impossible. But with your father in heaven, huh, nothing is impossible. And Job says, I know it. You need to know it, that God, that, you, that he can do all things, all things, all things. And he says, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours will be thwarted. There's no purpose of God in your life that can be thwarted by anything on earth. No. No, 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 no. That is why he gave us the authority. He gave us the keys to his kingdom. The keys to his kingdom. And he says, whatever you shall release on earth shall be released in heaven. The authority is there. But you know what? In most cases, we look at this thing and say, this, this cannot happen. This cannot happen. So he's, he's, he's waiting for us to activate that, to activate, you know, things in our lives. But we are here looking at things and saying, we are, we, we are filled with impossibilities. We look at impossibilities. Everything we see is that's impossible. I, I don't think that can happen to me. So we need, this morning, we need to know, just like Job knew, that he can do what? All things. That is your father in heaven. He can do all things. So whenever you approach him, approach him with that mentality. I told you, I normally tell you of a testimony here. I cannot get tired of it. Not a testimony, yeah, a story. You know, I, the first time I went to Dubai, I came back with a toy for my son. Some of you are tired of this, but I will speak it anyway. An aeroplane, this is a toy, aeroplanes. And 
he played with it and played with it but we were living where we lived we were just in the pathway of the of the of the aircraft that we were going to the airport to where they, where they were landing so one day after playing with this airplane for a long time you see he was he got tired of see you know in his mind i think he thought but if i if my daddy can give me this if my daddy can give me this toy he has the power to give me even that one that is flying over our house so he approached me and says you know what daddy thank you for this one but i need next time when you go can you bring me the one that is as big as that one hallelujah that is the faith i'm talking the faith i'm talking about he knew this young man knew that his father has the propensity to do all things can you imagine my son thinking that i can buy an airliner hmm. that is a young boy that's why he says you know we need to be like children the kingdom of god belongs to they that are like children childlike faith so when we come to god i need you to picture that image of desire walking to me he's now 20 something walking to me as he was one and a half something you know and saying i need that aircraft the big one this i'm tired of the small can is somebody is somebody not not tired of the small ones come on come on come on this morning believe for the big one believe for the big one because your father is able to do it he is able to give you the big one resign from this this small small things we are asking small we ask small because we think our father is commensurate to our the things that we come on lift up your faith and know that your god your father who art in heaven he can do all things and nothing absolutely nothing can destroy, destroy or thwart the purpose his purposes in you his purposes in you have got to prevail did you hear that you have got to prevail you need to come to that understanding the angel as he has announced uh, angel gabriel as he is announcing uh, the birth of jesus christ this young woman the with um, the virgin mary after he has told her that she's going to give a birth to 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 a baby boy and she's and you see <laughs> that's that's like she asked that's what we normally ask you know she said, but how can it be how shall it be how sh- you have you forgotten something i am i'm a virgin i'm a virgin how shall it be how can i have a child given I, that i have not known any man and that's where we have the problem when god speaks we begin to equate him to a man i have no man the man is at the at, at the well the man that was at the well for th- at the pool for 38 years hmm? the angel the bible says that angel would come and stir the waters they were moves of god they were moves of god there were seasons there were cycles that would come and he would miss them you know why he missed them because he was waiting for a man to put him in the pool he was waiting for a man jesus christ approaches him and says do you want to be whole he says you know i have no man to put me in the wrong answer i have no man the, the, the problem is we are looking at men we're looking at men you don't need a man for this you need your father in heaven hallelujah you need your father in heaven and the angel looks at this young girl who's saying i have no man i have no this everyone has got excuses here i don't know what excuse you have but this morning we want to re- remove all these lo- all those limitations all those excuses because of our father because we know our father is able the, the angel asks this young lady and says you know na- she tells him nothing is impossible with god luke chapter 1 verse 37 nothing absolutely 
nothing that word that word nothing means nothing nothing no thing <laughs> no thing just like our brother some of our brothers would uh, would pronounce that nothing nothing is impossible with god nothing is impossible with your father hallelujah your your, your earthly father is is limited is like a limited company but this one the father who your father who was it who, who is in heaven is limitless is limitless is limitless he is without no equal there's no one that can equal your father hallelujah there's no one that can equal your father do not compare him with anybody do not compare him with your uh, the abusive father do not compare him with the absent father do not compare him with the father who hated you the father who did forget about these fathers we thank god for them but let us now now that we are of age now that we are of age can we fix our, our focus on our heavenly father and cultivate that relationship and tap into that love in the name of jesus christ the son of the living god and know that there's no one like him there is no one like him there is no one like our god first peter chapter 1 verse 3 to 5 i think we'll finish with this verse you're going back to that <laughs> Ooh, jesus christ the son of the living god forget about the earthly ones i'm not saying uh, when i say forget i'm not saying just put them on the side and no 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 i'm not saying do not approach your father with that kind of mentality approach your heavenly father in a special way first peter peter writes and says blessed be the god and the father of our lord jesus christ uh, according to his great mercy according to his great mercy according to his great mercy he has caused there's a causation here he caused you he has caused us to be born again did you hear that you were born of a father and your mother that's why jesus christ told, told that man nicodemus that what he was talking about is not you know is not you know uh, the birth that there is derived from the man and the woman no 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 the kind of birth is talking is he came for us to be birthed again into him that's why we say we are born again are you born again it says he has caused us to be born again to be born again according to his mercy Mm. Mm, 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 mm. In 1 Peter chapter 1 verse verse 23 1 Peter 1:23 says since you have been born again you see you have been born again not of a perishable seed not of <laughs> but of an imperishable one how through the living and abiding word of God the word of God which gives life that's how we are born again it says so we're coming back into Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 it says for he has caused you and I to be born again to a living hope mm. a hope that is living meaning that there is a hope that is dead but your father in heaven has caused you to be born again to come alive to a living hope so you 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 have no excuse of being hope, for being hopeless you cannot be hopeless if you believe in god the god that i'm talking about the god 
who is the father of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, our heavenly father. If you believe in him, you cannot be hopeless. You cannot afford to be hopeless. Yes. You cannot. Because you have been born again into a, a, a hope that is, that is breathing. Your hope is breathing. Our father is breathing. We cannot be like them who do not have this, this relationship. Their hope is dead, but ours is living through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That's what he says. He has caused us to be what? To be born again to a living hope. To a living hope. A living hope. Through, through, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So we are born to a living hope through this resurrection. To, and he continues in verse 4. To an inheritance that is imperishable. You have been born into an inheritance that is imperishable. Do you understand that? The rest of these things will die. They, they will pass away. But the, the inheritance that you have through your heavenly father is imperishable. It is undefiled and it is unfading. Do you understand? It's kept in heaven for you. That's what he says. Who by God's power are being guarded through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. I think it's John who says what, you know, what you're about to become is, has not yet been revealed. Hmm. But when it's revealed, you shall be like him. You shall be like him. So child of God, as we draw this to a close, you need to know that your father is love. Your father in heaven is powerful. There's nothing that he cannot do. He is limitless and there's no God like him. So begin to approach him as your father, Abba Father. You have been called, you have been adopted, you have been given the spirit of sonship. Accept it and live like a son of God. Walk around wherever you are, on the trains, on the buses, in your place of work. You are peculiar. You are a chosen generation. You are his child. You are the apple of his eye. Learn to relate to him as Abba, Father. Not just Father, but Abba, Father. You have the right to walk into his, that's why he says, let us approach his, his throne room with, great, with, with boldness. You enter with boldness into his throne room as a child of God, as a son. Nobody from the street can just walk into this living room and just, and just begin to demand stuff. No, they don't, they don't have that boldness, but the children in this house have, have that boldness. They have the right. They have the right. That is the right that you have as a child of God. You have the right. Exercise it. Use it. Stop crying. Stop wailing as though you don't have a father. You are not fatherless. He is the father to the fatherless. Do you understand that child of God? Let us approach his throne room with that boldness, knowing that we are his children, we are his sons, and that whenever we, are, we, get, we approach that throne room, we will receive mercy, we will receive help, we will receive that which we want in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living. Whenever you pray, come and say, Abba, my Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. Let your will be done in my life, just like it is done in heaven. Hallelujah. Give me this day my daily bread. Give me. You are demanding. 
We are not beggars. No. Some of us approach, brother, beg, please. We are not a beggar. You are approaching your daddy. <laughs> Stop that beggar mentality. Ask with the boldness. Ask from your father. It is your right. Hallelujah. He wants you to relate. He wants you to relate with him at that level. Ask. He says, ask. Just ask. Whatever it is, just mention it. Father, this is what I want. Just mention it. With the boldness. Do you understand, child of God? And that's how you are going to get results in your prayer, in my prayer. We state, we demand, we ask, we take what belongs to us. We, we access what belongs to us. As children, we are accessing the bread of our Father. Healing is your bread. Deliverance is your bread. Riches are your bread. Heal, whatever it is, is your bread. So access it with that knowledge that you are coming before your Father who art in heaven. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon and I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website www.shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Shiloh LDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time, God bless.